Good afternoon, Sophia Conger. Welcome on VH Berries. Thank you for having me. I am extremely grateful. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm really happy to be here. In the city of Ithaca, in upstate New York, near the buttermilk, Fall State Park, we can find some unique paths and corridors. And this is, I believe, the quintessential venue for a hike in my shoes. <laughs> yes, that was the first <laughs> film I ever made. I love that you're referencing that. <laughs> It is, Sophia Conger, one of your very first projects. And I would love uh, to discuss about uh, this uh, debut short film. Can you tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah, I mean, uh, I wouldn't say A Hike in My Shoes is a noteworthy film of mine. I, uh, I made it in high school. <laughs> but... I think it's important that you ask because, um, you know, I, a lot of my love of filmmaking, like, started in high school. Um, so, yeah, A Hike in My Shoes is my first film I ever made when I was 14. <laughs> no, I wasn't 14. Yes, I, I was 16 or something. But, um, yeah, it was a sweet little short. And um, I think we, we made it in New York City. So it wasn't in Ithaca, but I did go to college in Ithaca. It is a very important piece of art that you hold uh, very close to you, uh, Sophia Conger. And before uh, going to any hikes, it is very important uh, to tie your shoes. And this is what I can call a very cold piece of advice, similar to the very cold relationship between Megan and Elizabeth, the two characters of this short film. Yes. To be honest, I think you remember more about this film than I do. This is <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, that film really, uh, you know, I look, I think we all as filmmakers look back on projects and we're, you know, it's hard to watch them because you feel like you've grown so much, um, but they're all really pivotal in your journey as a filmmaker, as an artist. This story, and I'm going to make a little recap, um, tells us a little a bit uh, about uh, the very difficult uh, relationship between uh, three main characters, Teresa, Megan and Elizabeth. And you actually... Um, did that short film in New York City. Can you tell us a little bit more about the beginning of this journey in filmmaking? Absolutely, yeah. So I went to high school in Manhattan. Um, I'm from New Jersey originally, so I would commute in every single day. And midway through my high school career, they um, they started a film program. And I was you know, doing theater and, and this felt like a natural progression. And I, I didn't even think twice. I was like, this is, I think this is where I want to be. I want to be, you know, in the action around actors, but behind the camera. Um, <laughs> I prefer to be behind. So, um, yeah, I, I, I thought it was 
it was just, I still to this day think I'm so lucky lucky to have had you know that opportunity to explore film um, and my filmmaking as early as you know 15 16 and then you know from there after high school and two years of this filmmaking program I you know some high schoolers now at my high school could take it for all four years but it was only introduced halfway through my high school career um, after that I, I, I knew I wanted to go to college for um, for film so I went to Ithaca in upstate New York and you referenced Ithaca earlier and um, and all the great hiking and it's gorgeous <laughs> as they say um, so yeah yeah that's in the night and then I studied film production there Absolutely, Sophia Conger, you are now uh, making a lot of films and at the complete opposite of uh, the dynamic between those two sisters in your short film uh, called A Hike in My Shoes, there is uh, what I can call this uh, symbiosis for example, with Joey Livingstone for your very recent release called Five Stars. Can you tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, this year has been really exciting. I've been able to um, direct three short films um, and one of them was written by Joey Livingston. It's called Five Stars. It's we're having a little private screening of it. It's indicated here in um, Bushwick, but yeah, it's it's about <laughs> a it's about uh, two um, these two customers leave a scathing review on Yelp um, at a gourmet restaurant and subsequently get three employees fired. And so those three employees come to seek their revenge. It's a dark comedy, and I'm finding myself doing a lot of dark comedy work these days. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited and working with Joey has been absolutely awesome. And he's a really talented actor and writer. Joey is a very talented uh, writer. And as the day of today, we are exactly three days in after the official release. What's your current state of mind and feedback? I mean, it's interesting, you know, like every film, I've been thinking about this a lot, like you can never create a perfect piece of art and every film is a learning experience. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you definitely can't. Um, and especially some of the movies I've been watching lately that are like so incredible to me, you know, have had such conflicting reviews from other people that whose opinions I cherish very much. So, um, you know, I think I think it's overall a fun film. Will it be everyone's cup of tea? I don't know. Um, but it's it's definitely you're not going to be bored in the 10 minutes that you're watching five stars. Um, and I would say that about, you know, all the films I've been making. Will they be everyone's cup of tea? I hope so. But, you know, you can't think about that as a filmmaker. And um, I at least hope they're interesting and fun to watch. So I, I, I'm really liking dark comedy you know, for that reason, I like, um, I like that it's got this spice, this hint of darkness, but it also, you know, doesn't take itself too seriously. And, um, yeah, I, I really like working in comedy. I think I'm realizing that more and more as I, as I direct these films, I work on more projects, work on more people. I like dig deeper into my own writing style. Um, I'm realizing that comedy, it's just so fun to work on a, on a set and be laughing like it's just the best feeling ever and i i know you can do that on a drama set but it just it's so much more inherent when you're working on you know a comedy set so yeah i i 
I really hope to do it for the rest of my life. <laughs> Unless I change my mind later, but... <laughs> Absolutely, Sophia Conger, you hope to do uh, more dark comedy for the rest of your life. And um, you also have a very special relationship with the short film format because uh, it is impossible to be bored uh, during those 11 minutes. Can you tell us about uh, your affection for that uh, short uh, format uh, in the art? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I think it's it's sort of I'm I've done a lot of I've done what now like five to six short films not including A Hike in My Shoes, but I love that you brought that up. Um <laughs> but I uh I don't include that one for some reason. But yeah, the short form is just like the most natural um it's the most natural form to take, especially when you're in early to mid stages of the career of your, you know, career as a filmmaker or writer. It's a tangible way to get um, a concept across, um, production-wise. You know, monetarily, it's um, you can you can show off your skills and you can show off your idea without having to make a whole feature film. And I'm constantly, you know. Um, blown away, or like when I talk to people who don't work in film, or even when I do, I'm just like. Whoa, I <clears throat> finessed and fine-tuned 10 minutes or 11 minutes worth of content, and that took me like half a year. So I'm, I just am constantly like, you know, I'm, I'm, I hope to make my first feature soon, um, and I, I've been working on a feature film script. I've been in talks about making um, someone else's, directing someone else's, which is exciting. But um, I'm constantly like, wow, that is going to be such a crazy challenge when you know, I get there because I, I, it takes me so long just to to work on a short film. I mean, I think it takes any filmmaker a long time. Filmmaking is hard, but yeah. Filmmaking is hard. Sophia Conger, it can sometimes uh, be a spike in anyone's shoes. And when you're doing a short film, for example, are you closing the door definitely or is there a possibility of adapting it uh, later on into a longer form, for example, into a feature film? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I'm working on a short this um, in two weeks. We're going out to Ohio to film it, where a lot of my extended family is from. Um, and... Yeah, it's a short, it's kind of a proof of, I mean, it is a proof of concept for a feature film. And we're very much hoping that this will be, um, this will be something that, uh, you know, a viewer sees and is like this, I could see this expanding and becoming a whole universe and like telling the fuller version of the story through, you know, feature film format. So, um, yeah, I, I've, I've done a lot of that. Like I, I wrote up my, I worked on a short with my father, actually, who's a playwright and an actor. And, um, it was first, it was for the stage, his play. He wrote a play for the stage at Ensemble Studio Theater around 50th Street or so. Um, and it, it did well. It was just a short play. And, and I was like, I think we should make that into um, make that into a movie. So it was really fun to adapt something for the stage into movie form. But um, yeah, I have a ton of projects that there are some projects I've worked on that I see very much existing, just staying as their short film concept and their very slice of life and I don't necessarily have a fully fleshed out, you know, concept for them. Um, 
that would involve 60 plus minutes of time. But uh, I do, you know, I have a TV show called Sugar Baby that I've been working on for four years now. And I very much, we've made three proof of concept episodes, um, which I'm hoping is more than enough to sell the idea. Um, and so it's been a bit, <laughs> I've been on pause since the strike, but um, yeah, I, I very much hope to see that expanded in that universe grow in the future. I think it has a lot of potential, but... It has a lot of potential, uh, Sophia Conger. And at uh, this very precise moment, you just mentioned your father, who is a, sc a screenwriter. Can you tell us a little bit more about uh, your environment, uh, especially growing up uh, in New York City, because if I understood correctly, you uh, don't ever, ever remember doubting your love for film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had a really, really beautiful childhood. I'm super thankful for that. And my parents are a huge, you know, huge part of that. I grew up, my parents were both, um, they're both, from the Midwest and they moved to New York city to pursue their love of acting. Um, and they, yeah, they met in New York on a rooftop party. Um, and then they moved to New Jersey <laughs> and yeah, they've been married for 33 years now. It's true love. Um, but yeah. And, and then they became voiceover artists. Um, I think that they were a little tired of the constant, you know, uh, some of the drain that acting can bring um, a lot of the nose. I mean, every artist gets a lot of the nose and the trap having to travel and audition, but um, they, they found a way to like kind of incorporate their talents um, through uh, voiceover acting and being able to stay put, you know? And so we had a little studio in our home and, um, and yeah, and they did well at that career. Um, and yeah, I, I grew up with, um, my house, there's always something going on. So much life, so much fun. Um, yeah, I just had, I had a really beautiful childhood, but I think, you know, having my parents as artists, they always inspired. They, I never once felt like I, it was going to be a difficult to dis discussion to say, you know, I want to be a filmmaker. I want to pursue film. They were like, go for it. Be an artist. It's the best thing you can possibly do. Um, why do anything else with your life actually? So yeah, I'm very grateful to have had supportive parents. Um, I, I never once was like, this isn't the path I should pursue, which is funny. And I think it's quite, um, quite a, um, something to, to treasure because I think there are a lot of people and which is totally fine who don't know what they want to do. Um, I've never, I haven't had that experience, but, um, you know, different, different strokes for different folks. Everyone finds their own way, but filmmaking has always been, um, it's very clearly what I wanted to do. And I think it's, a, I attribute a lot of that to my parents who have been so, uh, so encouraging. Absolutely, Sophia Conger, this is an absolute uh, treasure. Yeah. Uh, not only your parents, but also uh, this uh, very lucky rooftop. <laughs> yes, <laughs> where the love was bond. Yes, yes. In addition uh, to that uh, very uh, special uh, event, there is also uh, one released associated with one very special username. I am talking about 
Harriet Burger dash six nine four two zero. What does Harriet that Bulger. username mean? <laughs> oh my gosh, Victor, that's really funny. Um, <laughs> I'm like, you watched it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Harriet Bulger is the um, is the secret idea or is the you know the what's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> The fake name of my lead character in um, an indie TV show I created with Rebecca Dearden and Keely Bokikio Sipos. And um, yeah, Harriet Bulger is actually Lee Sipos, who's our main character, and she's using a secret identity online in order to sugar baby um, and not have her real identity discovered. But yes, I love the Harriet Bulger reference. Long live Harriet Bulger. Absolutely, Sophia Conger, this uh, project uh, in which uh, you directed uh, three pilots, uh, three tests, mm -hmm. uh, is called uh, Sugar Baby. Can you tell us a little bit more about this uh, extraordinary project? Oh, thank you. Um, it's honestly been my favorite thing I've ever worked on. It's I've... Um, Yeah, sugar ba working on Sugar Baby was a dream come true. I made I made three episodes of a show with my best friends. We had so much fun, so much laughter. Um, we also made it during a relatively tough time um, in the world, you know, later on in the pandemic. And I think everyone was looking for inspiration, looking to collaborate. So it was really, really special. And we were able to do it safely, thankfully. Um, you know, no one, no one got COVID as far as we know. But um, it was, it was truly like a magical experience. And getting to make TV is such a unique, you know, experience too, such a unique form. And that was really nice to hone that skill of writing for television. But yeah, Rebecca and I came up with the concept. We're best friends from college. We came up with the concept, you know, when I was visiting her out in San Francisco where she lives. And um, and we always had another friend of ours in mind, Keely Bokikio Sipos, for the role of Lee Sipos. We kind of stole her last name um, for the character. And yeah, Harriet, Harriet Bulger is her secret identity. But it's about um, it's about a young actress in New York City who's trying to make ends meet and she goes through a series of unfortunate events and she decides, you know, hey, I got to get pick myself up by my bootstraps here. What am I going to do? Um, and she starts to sugar baby um, because we, Rebecca and I were seeing that there were a lot of women um, and trans women, you know, sugar babying. Um, and it wasn't being represented in, you know, mainstream media. And we just thought, what a brilliant concept for a TV show. How interesting, how true to life. Um, it's so rife with comedic and dramatic opportunity. Um, so yeah, it's really been um, my baby and my, my sugar baby is my baby. And I hope, um, I hope it goes somewhere someday. <laughs> and Sophia Conger, in this uh, new project, you definitely uh, paid a lot of attention into small details on a completely new dimension. We're not talking about uh, the orchid, uh, pink and purple flower in a hike in my shoes. I am talking about the small details such as a t-shirt 
the t-shirt of the waiter in which we can read <laughs> sloppy joe's skate uh yes. skates yeah <laughs> yes i actually have um i have a few extra sloppy joe's skate shirts if you want one victor um we were selling them as merch you can get one they're really they're really beautiful um for those who don't know it's a t-shirt worn by our another act lead actor and best friend of mine um and it has a big sloppy joe on it and it looks really disgusting it's a sloppy joe skate and so my you know these the two lead actors are working at um they're working at a diner, kind of grungy Staten Island diner, and it's called Sloppy Joe's Skate. Um, and we were just like, what's the grossest name for a a restaurant you can think of? And we were like, something with Sloppy Joe, like where they just sell Sloppy Joe's, even though I like a good Sloppy Joe. <laughs> um, but yes, Victor, seriously, I'm like, you want a shirt? <laughs> I would love uh, to have a copy of that uh, iconic uh, shirt. I got you. Uh, Sophia Conger, and I will definitely uh, wear it uh, if we uh, speak uh, in the future <laughs> uh, for the release of Je m'ennuie, which is an upcoming project yes. with a French title yes. because you had a very notable experience in France. I did. The two are mutually exclusive, but... I, I did study in Aix-en-Provence um, for half a year, so not too long, but I am a Francophile. I love all things French. Um, and yeah, learning, <laughs> I, yeah, I, my dad studied at La Sorbonne um, and uh, only for a year, but he definitely passed along his love for all things French to me. Um, so studying abroad in the south of France was one of the most incredible experiences of my life. Um, I put that right next to Sugar Baby. I'm saying a lot of, you know, grandiose statements, but I truly mean them. Um, yeah, learning another language is one of the most humbling things um, that can ever happen to someone, I think. Um, when you have to, you, you know... You have to, you're forced to speak. Uh, you have to think about what you want to say in a different language. It's, it's just, it's, um, it's hard. And I think it, you get a lot of respect for people who don't, who aren't native English speakers. Um, and yeah, just the, the food, the atmosphere, the people. It's just, I love France. But yes, I am working on a project called Je Monui. Um, and it happens to have a French title because there are <laughs> Je m'ennuie for anyone who doesn't know means I'm bored. Um, and yeah, our, our, it's about sort of the ultra elite and rich in New York City and some virtue signaling, virtue signaling that they may do. Um, and we often experience often with like ultra liberals as well. Um, and sort of the phoniness of pretending you're doing something to benefit society, but ultimately it's really just benefiting your image. So yeah, it's a, it's a twist on that and it's very surreal and crazy. Um, and one of our characters often sa like says things in French because she wants to sound sophisticated. So at one point she says that she's bored and it's, or she says, je m'ennuie. Um, and then the subtitles just says, I'm bored. Um, and that we were like, that's a really good, that sums up these people is that they're, they're bored and they have so much money and um, status that they they have they're trying to like reinvent themselves and, and keep things exciting for themselves. So they're, you know, they're faking it. Um, and that's it's kind of a crazy concept for a short, but it's been really fun to work on. So that's Jim on we. 
In definitive, Sophia Conger, you are associating the, the, the place uh, France, Aix-en-Provence, uh, Paris with the word chic because, if I understood correctly, the setup and the location of uh, Je m'ennuie is uh, set in the chicest <laughs> party in the chicest city. You know, it's funny. The, the movie's actually set in an office building. Um, and, <laughs> and it's uh, the whole concept is that, like, the lead actor, her daddy used to own this, like, this office building. And now everyone's like, he's either, you know, like, moved, he's bought another company or he laid off all his employees. So now they have this whole office building to party in. So, and like, <clears throat> there's a lot of references to, like, we are the 99%, even though they clearly aren't. But it's like, you know, like I was saying before, the ultra rich trying to to act like um, the ninety nine percent of the population, um, and trying to you know to live their lifestyle. Um, so yeah, they are. It's the ultra chic in a um, office setting, and I think that's actually like the concept in itself was really amusing to me. Um, but yeah, but yes, yeah, so we we often do associate French with the ultra chic. So that's I know you are. French Canadian Victor. So, you know, it's cool. You get the ultra, ultra chic, you know, title association. That's cool. I get the association title. And Sophia Conger, you have uh, plenty of uh, very ambitious upcoming projects. And in conclusion, would you have any pieces of advice for uh, filmmakers that are starting whether from the Buttermilk Falls State Park or anywhere around the world? Um, piece of advice. I don't know. I would just say um, to not be afraid and just to make your stuff, you know, make your work, um, get your friends involved. I think you'll be... I'm constantly inspired by the people that want to get involved in a project of mine. I'm always like, why do you want to work on this for practically no money, if any at all? Um, <laughs> and, and I've like been met with the response a lot of times that just, you know, we like being a part of something creative. We like watching someone do something that they love. And I think that goes for so many, so many other artists and, um, I've been so lucky to be surrounded by awesome, supportive friends and family. But I do think that, you know, just go ahead and make the dang thing and you'll be so happy you did. And you're going to look back on it just like to come full circle to hike in my shoes. I look back on it and I cringe. But um, without that experience, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't be the filmmaker that I am if I didn't take that step and just just make it. So, yeah, I'm always telling people like I, I think I will say one of my strengths is just doing things. I, I do them. I complete them. Complete that film that you didn't, um, you don't think is good enough because um, you don't have to necessarily release it, but just complete it so that you said you did it, you know, or sit down and write those song lyrics that you've been wanting to write. I think the hardest part is just getting yourself there. And um, it's really important just to not place a lot of pressure. You know, if I've learned anything from my screenwriting classes and writing in general, which I think is one of the hardest hardest things um i i think just showing up and doing the work and practicing and flexing that muscle of being creative um and not expecting perfection out of everything out of every project out of every word you write um and just try to have fun because that's what we're trying to do at the end of the day right <laughs> 
having fun and making your friends involved exactly like the two people uh, next to you right now who are helping you thank you very much Sophia Conger thank you so much Victor I really appreciate you me having me on I appreciate it <laughs>